The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. I am so grateful for you and for your listening in and your willingness to choose greater. I just... Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, So just to let you know, I am in beautiful Australia and it is hot. (laughs) And doing this recording outside is a little bit difficult because the birds will not cooperate, nor will the airplanes that fly over every once in a while. So there's a lot of noise. So I'm doing this in the house with the window wide open and I tried to do it with the fan on high however all you heard was the fan on high (laughs) so uh, please uh, I apologize now for for any of the background noise that may show up and just know that I am doing everything I can so that this audio is clear and ease to listen to I know for myself I'm pretty picky about audios and listening so I do what I can and I'm in Australia, so how does it get any better than this? Um, yeah, it's amazing here. Absolutely amazing. Just wow. And Hubby and I were in Cairns, Australia right now. We spent a couple days here when we first landed, then went to Malulaba for about a week uh, while I took retook uh, the Certified Facilitator Training with Access consci- Consciousness. So we're required to take it once a year, and that's actually the second time I took it in 2015. And uh, yeah, they have three classes, and all of them are different every time. So it's such a phenomenal experience. Plus, in Australia, hello! <laughs> so <clears throat> today's show is actually kind of a a byproduct, I'm going to say, of taking the class with Gary and Dane in Malulaba. And if you're not familiar with Access Consciousness, please check out the webpage, uh, accessconsciousness.com. And uh, I know right now, depending on when you listen to this, right now it's not looking all that fun. However, early January, the new site should be up and running. So, oh my gosh, it's gorgeous. We're, We're allowed in to make changes to our profile page and stuff so let me tell you when that's complete oh my gosh it's so phenomenal I'm so grateful for what they've done and the changes and everything so please do check that out and know that right now if it's not that fun it will get better yeah and so when I was in class and I mean I have been taking classes with Gary and Dane for five years along with of course other facilitators 
and kind of thought I'd heard all of Gary's stories from before. Like, I don't mean all of the stuff that he talks about all the time, but there's a lot of stories that he talks about to to um, invite you to new possibilities. And a lot of them, because of classes I've taken, I've heard him speak of before. And this story that he shared it's possible that I heard it, but I didn't actually hear it before. And it's also possible that he never shared it before. I'm not sure. Uh, but it touched me on a level that I, it, it was phenomenal. I, anyway, I will share the story with you. And, and I know that me sharing what Gary said isn't near as phenomenal as you hearing it from Gary himself. And I will share it in case even that's a little bit of an invitation. It will help you to kind of see the rest of the story as I talk about it. And so I just realized I didn't talk about the title. Um, yeah, so today's show title is, is now the time to wake the fuck up. <laughs> so on to the story. Uh, Gary was talking about, this was years ago. Now I do not know how many years ago for him, but years ago, and there was something, he didn't say what it was that had occurred. And he felt defeated based on that uh, situation and kind of maybe even said I can't remember exact his words were but just kind of like I, I can't do this like I I cannot create consciousness all by myself type of energy and so I think this was even before Dane came into his life which was 15 years ago and the when he was really kind of in the the heaviness of it he was driving and just kind of had that energy like, I give up, I, I can't do this, this, they're like anti-consciousness, unconsciousness, it's winning. And in that moment, what occurred for him was all of the blades of grass, all of the nature, every molecule of the universe said, but hey, we're here. And he's telling this from that space of vulnerability that is just so moving. I mean, you cry, even if you couldn't hear his words, you would, I would cry. I shouldn't say you would, but I would cry because there's such a level of vulnerability that he is willing to be when in, in these stories and examples. And as he's saying that, it was such an eye-opener for me. I mean, I know the magic with molecules. I've facilitated classes. I've played with it. I get it. But one thing I had never looked at was me being able to be the change that's required to change what doesn't work for me in this world. Not just what doesn't work for me in my life, because I've done a fabulous job of that using these tools. But I never once looked beyond it. I looked at my life, not the world. And his talking about this, and, and probably wasn't even the story as much as the energy he was willing to be, was so phenomenal for me. And it was maybe 10 minutes of the class and we moved on and it stayed with me, obviously. And that night after class, I went back to the apartment where hubby and I were staying and I just said, I just really need to go for a walk on the beach. Do you wanna join me or you wanna stay here? And he's like, no, I'll join you. And I didn't share it with hubby. I mean, hubby, I am so grateful for him in my life. And sometimes what goes on in classes, my classes, classes I'm in, sessions, access tools, it's just not gonna create more. Um, I also didn't have the words that I have today um, in that moment. So we just walked in, in quiet. 
And I was thinking about a story that I had read, I'm not even sure how long ago, maybe a week before that, uh, the class with Gary and Dane. And it was a story, you guys, that, you know, so much of my life, I wanted to pretend that there wasn't bad in the world. And it was a lot of the metaphysical teaching that I had studied and that's what they taught you, you know, kind of the law of attraction, or maybe it was just the way that I took the law of attraction. So, you know, don't assume that that's what it is. Maybe it was just the way that I misidentified it. But it was basically, if you don't think about it, you don't talk about it, you don't focus on it, it's not there. I tried that <laughs> for a long time. And unfortunately, that never worked for me. You know, it maybe kept me in a bubble. It maybe kept... Um, me from even being aware of what was going on in the world, but it never stopped it. And so using these tools of access over the last five years, my awareness has exponentialized. And so when there's stuff that goes on in the world, like the, the murders, like the stuff with, the, with Paris, with Syria, with you know all of these things that are going on that I don't even, I couldn't probably have an intelligent conversation about because I don't necessarily know everything that's going on. And I'm also extremely aware that some of what the media shows us isn't always true. And, and so there's just kind of this fine line of what is true and being in my awareness and not buying into the victims of what's going on and also not covering my eyes anymore. So anyway, the story that I had read on, on Facebook, that's pretty much where I get my news from. Somebody will post a link or something. And it was a bunch of girls that had been kidnapped. And the story was they had been found and they had been, um, I'm going to say saved, like, you know, they were taken from the, their captors. And these girls were something like, I don't know, six to 12 or something in age. And what they had in the article was that 95% of these girls had a baby bump. And I'm extremely visual. So, you know, I really, when I was reading the story, I was really aware and Probably some of it was drama, trauma, and all of that, and what had occurred for these girls. And so that I read a week before, and then Gary's talking about this in the class, and I'm walking on the beach, and I'm going, okay, you know what? Yeah, I would like to be the change that changes that, because this is my world. This is our world. This is my earth. This is your earth, and that doesn't fucking belong that doesn't work for me and everything in my life that hasn't worked for me I have at least taken a step or two or 10,000 to change but never once did I read those stories or hear about that stuff and wonder how I could change it until that day that I'm walking on the beach and I'm literally walking on the beach with tears rolling down my face going, fuck, I can be that change. Like I can be. Can I do it alone? Probably. <laughs> Will it take a few lifetimes? Possibly. <laughs> Would I like to do it with you guys? Yes, absolutely. And, and what was so cool, you guys, this was... So I'm walking on the beach, I'm crying, I'm 
having these awarenesses that it's possible and that I can be a part of that. Me. Like, honestly, never had this awareness before. I know it probably sounds ridiculous. And this dog comes running up. And now animals do love me, so this isn't an, an unusual occurrence. But <laughs> much like Gary's story, the dog was like, I'm here too. I'm here too. I'd like to change that too. And I petting the dog and I'm looking at the dog going okay I'm making this up because you know because of Gary's story and here I am you know I'm just making this shit up and it was like really you're 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 gonna block this and I was like oh my god okay drop my barriers step into the space of possibilities I don't ever have to share it with anybody I mean (laughs) here I am talking to you guys about it my closest friends um And in that moment, I didn't ever have to. You know, dropping the barriers for me, receiving that the dog would like to contribute to, and knowing not just that dog, (laughs) you know, like that, that the animals came to change the planet too, just like we did. We just tend to get I, let's talk about me for a moment. I just got a little sidetracked for 40 three, two, uh, three years, 43 years. And maybe not even sidetracked. You know what? That's not even kind to me to say that. Um, And I never acknowledged the potency until that moment, until all of that kind of pieced together. And as soon as I dropped my berries and I received that the the dog, (laughs) I was really receiving that from the dog. All of a sudden, the ocean waves, the sand, All of the molecules around were that same energy, like, let's do this, let's go, like, let's go, let's do this, this is what we're here for. And I just, it it was so life-changing for me, because it was never, I never chose it to be part of my reality until then. And so when we talk about, when I talk about, you know, is it time to wake the fuck up? that's where I was like literally prior to that day there was that part that had never woke the fuck up I never chose to it wasn't like it was something external I just never chose to I wasn't willing to acknowledge that I'm that potent that I could actually be part of the change I could be the change to change that so that never occurred again and I don't have to go and, you know, travel to those locations and, and go on missions to, you know, find kidnapped girls. And that's not what it's about. I'll talk in the next segment about what it looks like for me um, and how that might relate to you. And going and being on those missions and doing that stuff is great, too. Like, you know, everybody, it's going to be different for each one of us. And what if the first step is acknowledging that we can change it like we can we're the only ones who can <laughs> like <laughs> you know I look at all the crazy and I actually posted in my business um, page on Facebook <clears throat> you know a post about this because so long I just pretended I couldn't I wasn't oh I'll just leave it up to you know the people like Gandhi and and that who are 
you know, so much above me and so much uh, beyond me and have all this wisdom. It's like, fuck, that's just justifying why I'm not willing to be that change now. That doesn't work for me anymore. Like it doesn't work. And I seen it so much lately and I saw it in that, in that facilitator class in Malulaba because that was my fifth facilitator class. Every other facilitator class, there has been days, so it's a five-day class, and usually the first three, sometimes all five days, are focused on people's personal bullshit. And I call it personal bullshit because it pisses me off that we go to a CF class and people walk up and say, Gary, my big toe is sore, what can I do? And I think if you got to CF, guess what? You have every tool in the book. Like, you've got it all. But anyway, that's my own stuff. And I was never willing to go to the mic and say, hey, can we change this into this direction? So, you know what, as much as I want to complain about where it used to go, I also was never willing to be the change. Notice that. Same idea, right? Never willing to be the change. Willing to sit in the class and bitch about it in my head to myself and sometimes after to other people, but never willing, never was I willing before to walk up to the microphone and ask a question that would change the direction of the class. Yeah, notice a theme here. I know, guys, I'm, I'm so excited about what all of this has shifted and changed in my whole entire life. Um, and anyway, so in that class, there was not one my toe is sore question. Five days, you guys, not one of those questions. I mean, seriously, and Gary even, you know, talked about it, about how there was none. And he called it his sore, like, sore elbow questions. I've, I've always called it the sore toe questions. Uh, but he, you know, he acknowledged that there was none and that we're willing to go farther than we've ever went before. And how does it get any better? Like, how does it get any better? Like, really stopping distracting ourselves from the little things, the sore toe, the sore elbow, and just saying, okay, what's it going to take to change this? And this is the world, the planet, the earth. All right, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. 
To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to living in the magic of possibilities. Hello and welcome back. So we are talking about is it time to wake the fuck up? And I was sharing in the earlier segment about how uh, it really is for me and I am so grateful and so grateful that I didn't go to the judgment of me for not recognizing it sooner. Like really it's not about judging yourself so maybe you're listening and you're thinking wow I've never thought I could change the world either in that way Um, what you really want to be aware of is that you don't then go into the judgment because that is what's required to change the world because we add to the crazy with every judgment we choose and, and it's the anger, the rage, the fury, the hate, the, the judgment, the unkindness. All of that perpetrates it continuously. So no, it's not about saying, oh my gosh, I judged my body this morning when I looked in the mirror. I'm the reason those people were killed in that whatever. It's not about that. It's about acknowledging that that is the only way that we can change the world is by us stopping participating in it. And for most of us, myself included, it's about the awareness that that shit ain't ours anyway. <laughs> my, my English teacher would be so proud of me. That shit ain't ours anyway. <laughs> and it ain't. It really, really isn't. So when we're choosing consciousness, it's about really acknowledging when it isn't. Yes, we are aware. We are infinite awareness. And we will always be infinite awareness. No matter how much we eat, no matter how much do we drink, no matter how much sex we have, no matter how much we shop, all of the things and anything else that you've maybe used in the past to shut that awareness off. It'll never be not there, okay? So it's about being willing to acknowledge it and acknowledge it as not yours. That shit ain't yours. And this is what I always tell people. If it's not infinite joy, not infinite happiness, not infinite wealth, not infinite space, not infinite possibilities, it isn't yours. You have bought it as a lie and then you've made it solid. You've created it. Just this morning I was doing uh, a call for the extension. I did that changing your body as if by magic telecall and um, just been so phenomenal, like so phenomenal. And we've extended it for additional calls uh, because the demand was there. And what we saw with one caller in particular, and, and I know it read for myself and probably almost everybody, if not everybody else on the call, uh, and maybe for some of you guys, but we create a crazy, we create a limitation, we create, we buy into some lie and we make it true so that we fit into this reality so that we don't feel left out because we've always felt left out. And unfortunately, it'll never change. We feel left out because we don't fit in, because we are so different. If you're listening to this radio show, I promise you, you are not meant to fit in. You chose to come here now to change the planet. 
And people who come to change the planet are likely not going to desire to sit around for hours on end and gossip about people are likely not going to find what the average person <laughs> finds fun and exciting. And it's not wrong if you do, and it's not right if you don't, but it's looking at that and going, okay, that crazy. So for me, it's it's been my body. You know, that I have spent a lot of years <laughs> on the crazy of my body and the wrongness of my body and really distracted myself with it instead of just being like oh okay interesting choice I can change that okay now let's go change the world like imagine if I'd had that point of view at six when I when I started gaining weight and I'd have to say probably nine because I, I only know six because I look in pictures uh, but nine is when I really started making it a problem by picking it up that it was a problem to my mom and probably countless others also. Uh, and if I wouldn't have just been like, huh, interesting, okay, they got a problem with it, that's theirs. Who does it belong to? Return to sender. Body, do you like to be like this? Body, do you not? What would you like different? Like, I mean, there's so many other possibilities and I didn't have the tools and it's been a great distraction for me. But how much of the crazy that we play with is just that. It's designed to keep us in this reality so the anti-consciousness and unconsciousness of this world can win. Now, I hesitate a bit using can win because it's not about winning and losing at all. And I know, you know, when Gary talked about it from his story, that's not the place he was talking about it from. And that's kind of the, the best word to describe what I'm talking about here because it's really about looking at it from the place of, does this work for me? Do I desire a planet like this, the way it is right now? I mean, oh goodness, I, and I mean, Facebook again is really my only form of information that's going on in the world. And I will sometimes, you know, if hubby's watching something on TV, I, I will if it's light. And it was interesting because the other night there was a show that he was watching and it, I don't, I didn't watch the beginning. So all I know is it was, there was some, um, uh, Oh gosh, when a whole group of people get together and um, not a protest, kind of like a big fight or whatever in Australia here. And I don't know if it was this year, if it was 20 years ago. I know it wasn't 20 years ago, but you know, whenabouts it was uh, that all this stuff went on, but it was basically the, it, it was racism. You know, there's people that have this beach that they enjoy, and there's been other people that have been moving to Australia and, you know, whatever all it's creating all this crazy and then all of a sudden one day it just went nuts and there was all of this and I'm watching it it was light to watch it I, I kept checking because I was like how is this light to watch and yet it's also part for me of taking off the blinders of being of waking the fuck up to see what is going on where are people choosing from um and it was such a place of wow like you know, they just need to go home was a lot of the wording. And what was so interesting is, is a lot of the people that were, were attacked <laughs> actually were born and raised in Australia. Like it's, it's not a place of, okay, where were you, where's your home? It was just, what's your color? And for some reason that color didn't belong in Australia. Like it was, it was so beyond my reality, and yet I know as watching it and not buying the story, not buying the drama trauma, not adding to it, but going, okay, what can I be or do different today to change that right away? 
And for me, that's part of it is just being aware of that, being aware of when I go into that, when I'm walking, and I, I really notice this in Florida, and I talk to hubby about it, um, because there would be certain ethnic groups in Florida that I don't have a lot of experience with, and I'm trying not to sound really stupid, but, you know, grew up in a town of 500, the town I live close to now, it has, I think, 4,000 people in it, um, you know, like, so really small town mentality, really small town experiences, um, and so then there's some people, some ethnic, not people, some ethnic groups, when I, you know, will go into a store and there's a group of people standing outside, there's an energy that comes up in me that's based on not awareness. Like it's based on all the lies, all the projections, and of course the awareness of other people's bullshit about what that is. Because what I, what I was talking to Javi about when we were in Florida was I shut off my awareness when I'm walking into a store and there's a group of people that I am familiar with that um, ethnic background because I don't even look twice at them. And yet the ones that I'm not familiar with, those are the ones that I'm maybe, I'm going to say more aware, but that's not the right word, more um, reaction. That's that's the word. I'm more in reaction. Whereas a group of people that maybe look like me, I don't look twice at. And that shutting my awareness off, as much as I'm shutting my awareness off when I walk into like a group of people that are, uh, a different different ethnic background. And so it's really, for me, that's been a part of it, is just seeing people for the people that they be. And I can even remember growing up as a kid, we lived very close to an Aboriginal reserve, and so a lot of the people from the reserve would come to the school, and and some would stay at the school on the reserve. It was just whatever ch- whatever they chose. And I was so aware, I can even remember it like very, very young, of how aware I was of how different they were treated based on their skin color from the teachers. Now, probably not everyone, but pretty much most of them. And the jokes, the unkindness, the the racism, and I even when I was... Oh, I was a teenager, and I I was mad at my dad, so it wasn't delivered in the best tone. And I called him a racist. And he said, no, he wasn't. And I was like, so dumbfounded because I really thought he knew. (laughs) Now, it's possible that him and I have different definition of racism. But my idea of racism is that if you see yourself as better than, maybe even less than, I don't know, but better than for sure, as somebody based on their skin color, I don't know what else. And I not that my dad ever walked around like like that sense of arrogance, but there was certainly a level of um, probably what I have when what I had when I went to Florida and saw people who looked different than me. And there's just that energy. And and it's for me when I talk about being the change that can change the world. It's being aware of that crazy that I've bought into. Being aware of what is mine and what isn't mine and not like and so what I did as a kid was that I would go and try to save everybody that people were being unkind to which is just as ridiculous as being racist like really because then it's like no they're all good and everybody is wants to be happy and everybody should be treated nicely and like yeah it's not about treating them nicely or poorly or any treating anybody nicely or poorly but it was it was really more from resistance and reaction instead of, hey, would 
would this person create a great friend? You know, would this person contribute? Would I contribute to them? You know, obviously as a child, again, I didn't have that information and I was doing resistance and reaction. And so it's really looking at, for when I talk about being willing to be the change, it's getting rid of all of that so that each person, each situation, each part of town, all of that, no blinders are put on, no judgment, just total awareness. And using that in every area of my life. And so we've been here in back in Cairns uh, for, I'm not sure now, a few days. And a hubby hurt his foot in the Lulaba. And so we've really been sticking very close to home in, in um, so that it could heal up and rest so he could have a great rest of the trip. And so, you know, the whole man cold thing, it may not be a man cold, but it's certainly different than what he had planned. And so there's just that energy. And what I noticed was when I would go to judgment of that energy, when I'd go to judgment <clears throat> of him, that even that isn't waking the fuck up. Even that isn't creating more. And I have choices. I could say to him, hey, this needs to change or, you know, I'm out, <laughs> I'm going downtown <laughs> or whatever, or you need, you know, like there's so many choices with it. And really what it came down to in this situation for me was to still be me no matter what he was choosing. So if he was cranky or, you know, just unsettled because he wasn't able to be as mobile as usual. Can you guys hear those birds? Oh my gosh. I think they're laughing at me. <laughs> um, you know, when, when he w it wasn't up to him, my happiness isn't dependent on what he's choosing. So yes, if it was a situation where I required to say, hey, this doesn't work for me, what's it gonna take to change is totally different. What I was so aware was this situation, like so many before it, whether it was him or somebody else, was no, I choose my happiness, I choose my joy. So whatever that other person or situation is going to be, I'm still choosing joy and happiness for me. And that's the other way that I've looked at those situations. I mean, those other situations, and I mean the, you know, the, the terrorism and all of those, what we might call bigger situations in the world than hobby being cranky. It's the same thing. It's not about buying into it. It's not about making it wrong. It's not about making it right. It's not about any of that. It's about just being willing to say, hey, hmm, that one doesn't work for me actually, so I'm going to change it. And I know that I'm potent enough to change it. Yeah, so everywhere that you haven't been willing to acknowledge that you are potent enough to change it, and always have been and always will be, we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. If you're not familiar, that is the Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. So you can find more information at theclearingstatement.com. And it really just basically erases all the energy. So we've been talking about some heavier stuff here and a lot of energy coming up, a lot of that gunk that just we just need to clear away so that we can be the infinite awareness that we be. We already are it. We just need to stop pretending we aren't.
and we have to stop pretending that we're a victim. And, you know, if you guys listen to this show on a regular basis, you'll know that that came up really big for me in September. And I was willing to look at it and shift and change it. And I can see now how that required to shift and change before I would ever be willing to acknowledge that I could be the change to be the world. Be the change to be the world. Be the change to change the world. You know, because you can't do that from victim. (laughs) You really, really can't. So it really is about getting out of victim and into the infinite being that we be and know that everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. And living in a world where young girls, young boys, old girls, old boys, it doesn't matter, anybody is being forced to do anything that doesn't work for them, that does not work for me anymore. And what can I be or do different today to change that? And anything that doesn't allow me to be it and do it, I destroy and uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, fun, box, shorts, boys and beyonds. All right, we're gonna head to break and we'll be right back. you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities www.glenise.net Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So I would like to invite you to some awesomeness that I've got coming up around the world. How the heck did I get so lucky? So starting January 1st, what a way to bring in the new year. Uh, Five days to change your life here in Cairns, Australia. And the new five day, it's not new, actually, at all. It's just a new wording new name is bars so staying the same and then instead of foundation level one it's the foundation so it's for a four-day class and then on february 6th access bars in vermilion alberta where i will be back home snuggling with my kitties in the snowy alberta 
and then off to Edmonton, Steam Province, but a little farther from my home, uh, to do starting February 17th bars and then the foundation. And we are going to do that at the Fantasyland Hotel. I am so excited to stay in a mall. It's it's one of the biggest malls in the world uh, for five days, and it has a Sephora and a Mac. So hello, we know what I will be doing after class. Um, it also has like a really fun, um, it's called Galaxy Land and there's like roller coasters and these fun swings and this boat thing. And so, you know what, if you'd like to come and play on some rides with me, come on over. And then off to Santa Cruz, California. I am so excited for a new, uh, town, a new place. I have been to California before, but I've never facilitated in California. So same thing, bars on the 24th, and then we'll do the four days of foundation. And then some other classes. And I know I've been saying this for a while, they're just not up yet. Um, and actually just booked one the other day, I will be in Regina on April 9th and 10th, and possibly um, adding some more classes in there too. So just keep those dates. And that's going to be one of my specialty classes. And uh, Bucharest, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Romania, B Bucharest. Um, I will be there the last two weekends in April. And then lots of other things, lots of other invites. I mean, we're talking about Montreal and New Jersey and... Um, yeah, so much awesomeness. And then in July uh, 9th, I believe it's also the 9th and 10th, it's a Saturday, Sunday, we'll be back in Germany. This time we'll be in Munich and other awesomeness creating. So how does it get any better? Would love to meet you somewhere in the world. What else is possible? So let's go back to talking about waking the fuck up and changing this world. And, you know, when I was really looking at this from that place of kind of like awe and that I really could and that it really is possible, I started looking at what I offer in my business and it's like, is that congruent? Does that fit? And I was willing to get rid of anything that didn't. And what was so cool to me is that it does. Everything I've been doing, that's where earlier I kind of stopped myself with, with saying that I've never been willing to, to be the change before. And it's like, no, actually I have been. I just haven't been doing it consciously. You know, I get at this point, I'm so grateful, I get thank yous at least once a day, if not 10 times a day from different people who have listened to this show, who have uh, taken classes with me, who've, you know, seen me in other places or spaces and, and just thanked me for, for the inspiration and thanked me for uh, being the invitation and thanked me for all of that. So yes, I have been it. And now with acknowledging it and choosing it more, even more consciously, I wonder how much more we can all fuck this world up so that it really is ours. We're really proud to say this is our home and we chose this and we created this together. Yeah, because what if we could? What if you don't have to be a Gandhi who changes it? What if you don't have to have a name? What if you don't even have to have a radio show? Like what if you just walking in the world, choosing to be aware that the judgments that go on in your head aren't yours, choosing to use one of my most favorite tools, which is the interesting point of view, I have that point of view tool, because everything other than infinite joy, infinite health, infinite wealth, infinite happiness, all of that energy, anything other than that isn't yours and it's just an interesting point of view. You know, so even when I was in Florida and I was noticing my reaction with different ethnic groups, I didn't make myself wrong. 
I just went, wow, that's really interesting. And I talked to hubby about it from that place of curiosity and not from a place of making me wrong or from a place of, uh, you know, him making me wrong, but just going, wow, that's really interesting that with all the stuff in the world that I know, with all of the stuff that I've changed in my world, that that's still the first reaction that I go to interesting and I wonder what it would be like to change it notice how often not all the time I'll be honest but often I will go in from a place of what we could go into judgment and take it to a question and that's all we have to do you really truly desire to wake the fuck up and change this planet that's all you have to do it is so simple from that point of view, right? Because most of us have bought the lie that if we want to change the world, we really, we need to go on some missions. We need to go and, you know, find those kidnapped people and, and save them and all of that. And that's fine. That's totally cool if that works for you. And that's not how we change the world. That's not how it has to be. It's how it's so much easier you know, the, the mantra of access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Like all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. All of life. <laughs> if we're willing to, and we require to use the tools, and we require to actually choose to stop it. Because, you know, the judgment, it is, a, it, we have made it more ease to judge than to not judge. We've made it more ease, not ease, we've made it more easy, or we've bought the lie that it's easier to judge than to not judge. And all that is, is a lie. It's not true. It's not real. It's just a lie that we've bought into. And then we continue to per perpetrate it. Yeah, so everything that is and all the lies that you continue to perpetrate, will you destroy and uncreate all that times a godzillion? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. You know, and and really what I was talking about before is the, you know, when with being in class and, and not willing to be the one going to the microphone and asking to change the subject uh, from something that would, from my point of view, create more, my, maybe even my awareness to create more. That has to change too. And I, and I say that like to me, and I don't mean it again from a judgment, but it's like that doesn't work anymore because if I'm, if I'm doing that in a class, then pretty much can guarantee I'm doing it anywhere where I would feel like I wouldn't want to upset the group. So, and I've seen it done. You know, I've seen people go up to the microphone and just say, Gary, can we please talk about something different? This is crazy. This is driving me nuts to listen to everybody's personal problems. And I sit there in this like, oh my God, because what do I do? I look back at the last 10 people that were at the microphone with their, with their, you know, big, their sore toe problem. And I jump into their universe and go, oh, I wouldn't want to hurt their feelings. Like, fuck that. That's crazy. And jumping into other people's universes and deciding how they are or aren't going to feel or how they might feel or basing my choices of what works for me on how they might feel. That is beyond crazy. 
So everywhere you might have done that in whatever situation you might do that in, we destroy and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. We have to be willing, I have to be willing to be uncomfortable. I have to be willing to make other people uncomfortable. Otherwise, I am not going to be the change of this world. It's just not, it just, it's not congruent. And it's not that we have to. We don't have to go out of our way to make people uncomfortable. It's just the willingness to say that doesn't work for me. And ask for what does. Without jumping into the other people's universes of will they like it? Will they be happy with it? Will they be okay with it? Will they still like me? Will they still think I'm friendly? Will they still think I'm good enough? Like all of that crazy, which I'm so aware is crazy. Like, uh... I tell you, the things that have been poking me in the eye, I, I call it poking, when things are in my awareness that it's time to change something, the things that have been poking me in the eye, um, the things that have got so much louder, you know, and it's, and, and being at a class, I've, I don't know if I talked about this last week or not, but it's not, a, it, it's not a lot of ease for me. It's not a lot of fun for me. I'm super aware. I'm aware of people's crazy. I'm aware of what I would call my own crazy, but I still know it's not my crazy. And so it was a great experience for me to have the awareness that it's, you know, time to wake the fuck up, really choose to wake the fuck up, and then still be aware of the places where I'm not totally willing to go there. And it's okay. Like, it's okay. It's just willing to have the awareness. And, you know, we talked a lot actually in class about the willingness to to lie Um, and you've heard me talk about it before you've probably heard other facilitators talk about it before it's the willingness to lie and from the place of what can people hear not the willingness to lie just to you know mess people up although I mean you can go ahead and do that too but it's just the willingness to be whatever's required and so if you're you know maybe you've had a really crappy day but you don't want to go into the story of it and somebody says, hey, how are you doing? And you say, oh, I'm great, how are you? That's a lie, because you're not great, but you also are aware that in that situation it's not going to create more to say it. So we talked a lot about it from that place, and what I really looked at is then kind of the opposite of that, or not opposite, but the willingness to lie, but, and, <laughs> the willingness to lie, and the willingness to be so truthful to yourself like so rawly honest so that it is you're aware you're aware when you're choosing crazy you're aware when I mean I I kind of call it playing pathetic um and and that's often what I feel like in in a class where I'm not feeling like it's ease for me it's it's often I go back to where I used to spend most of my time um and it's that playing of pathetic and and playing it's like hey cool interesting choice not going to make myself wrong for it. That doesn't work and it sure as hell won't change it. And I'm also going to be honest with me and say, hey, I'm choosing that right now. And then what can I be or do different to change it? And not feel like I should judge myself if I don't change it. Be like, oh, okay, cool. I could have done something different there and I didn't. Awesome. Okay. What else? What else is possible? And staying in that space of one, awareness and honesty with you, and two, no judgment, which usually, for me, I use the tool interesting point of view, so that whatever comes up, interesting point of view, I have that point of view, interesting point of view that I've got the point of view that pathetic is wrong, (laughs) because it's just an interesting point of view, not right or wrong, just a choice. 
And so it's really looking at it from all of those places. And then there might be things that you can see in the world that that you would like to do. Maybe you've always desired to set up a, a, a homeless shelter fund or right now in Canada there's, and maybe lots of other countries, I'm not sure, but in Canada there's I think 25,000 people that, that we're bringing over from Syria. And so there's a lot of places that are looking for different sort of assistance with that, whether it's financial or homes for them to live in or different things like that. And of course, there might be your neighbor who loves to have tea with you. So it's not that you have to go do the the big external out there. Uh, volunteering, I don't know if that big external, I don't know what that is, but you know what I mean. Um, it might just be your neighbor. It might be cutting somebody's lawn or shoveling somebody's snow and nobody knows it was you. Like it's, it's really what works for you, what creates more for you and not doing any, any of it from the place of judgment or, well, I guess I'll help out, but I, you know, there's blah, blah, blah. It's like, no. Or even the other way of like, well, I'll help out because I'm better than everybody or, you know, not, not from that either, but just that willingness to be like, what's it going to, what's going to create more in the world? And that was one of the things, I mean, I was so thrilled when I was looking at everything, all the programs that I'm setting up for 2016. It's like, wow, all of that is creating more in the world and acknowledging that. Like, it's not just because it's fun for me and it's because it's fun for me and it all will be a contribution to creating more in the world. So, I mean, how does it get any better than that? And you don't have to do the type of business I do. Like maybe you want, run a water bottling business. Maybe you run a store that sells clothes. You know, all of that. You can do anything from that energy of knowing it can change the world as long as you're in your awareness and asking questions and, and staying out of judgment, that sort of stuff. But it doesn't have to be just one type of business or one way to do it. It's like, hey, you know, think of the people in your life that you're so grateful for. You know, people that do my graphics, people that that do my web pages, people that do like all of those. I mean, they are creating more in the world and they may not even acknowledge it because it doesn't look the way they've decided it should. So anywhere that you're judging what you do do or what is fun for you as not changing the world, <laughs> you just try and create all that times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put puck, shorts, boys, and because I can guarantee you if it is fun for you, it is changing this world. And it doesn't matter if you work 12 hours a day at something that isn't fun for you and you only have 10 minutes to do something that's fun for you, please do that 10 minutes of what's fun for you please and know that it does change the world our laughter changes the earth our laughter heals the earth so everywhere you haven't been willing to acknowledge that it is story and uncreate it all return it to sender with consciousness right wrong good bad online puck short splits yawns and we're just about out of time my gosh i think i could talk for days about this oh, how's it get any better <laughs> so what physical actualization of waking the fuck up and changing the world and being the change the world demands are you now capable of generating creating and instituting anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magically destroyed and create it all right wrong good battle nine put box shorts boys and beyonds thank you wonderful friends and i look forward to talking to you next week bye 
Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.